It's a big weekend because, as uh, we've seen from Premier Daniel Smith, it's Super Saturday tomorrow. All kinds of rallies going to take place as, of course, the writ is about to drop on Monday. That means we are going to be well into an official election campaign. So we're comparing the two major candidates right now in this upcoming election uh, with a guest who's written an article about both of these ladies. It's titled The Comeback Queens, uh, comparing Daniel Smith and Rachel Notley. Our guest is Alberta correspondent for National Post, Tyler Dawson. Tyler, thank you so much for making the time. Good to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Now, your article was published in the Edmonton Journal. I've seen it published on a few different uh, sites as well now. Uh, And I think what's really interesting is it sort of paints these two characters as human beings, which oftentimes, you know, figures in politics don't really sort of get that that uh, that look by the public. So let's just kind of start with, you know, where where your article begins and talking about how these two competitors are similar in some ways. Yeah, well, I mean, they're they're of a similar age. They're both in their fifties. Um, they're both sort of fans of fantasy shows. Um, both are you know big Game of Thrones fans. They also, I think, kind of importantly, have long time political backgrounds and became to politics relatively young. You know, Danielle Smith um, sort of started talking about politics around the kitchen table when she was in about about eighth grade, I think. And Rachel Notley grew up, um, and her dad, older listeners might remember her dad, Grant Notley, who is a NDP MLA, the only NDP MLA for quite some time in the 1980s. So, you know, some similarities there. They both have dogs is another similarity between them. Um, but, uh, you know, at a certain point, obviously those similarities start to break down and, and there's not, there's an awful lot of differences between the two of them as well. Yeah, quite different characters, but also, you know, females in politics and in really significant positions of power. And that's sort of unique in Alberta is that we actually have had a, a pretty decent history compared to the rest of Canada in terms of females running this province, right? That's right. Yeah. So Danielle Smith is the third woman to be premier of Alberta. So you had Alison Redford in 2012, Rachel Notley in 2015, and Danielle Smith in 2022. Um, and if you compare that to, say, Ontario, they've only had one woman as premier, and that was Kathleen Wynne, and Quebec has only had one, and that was Pauline Marois. So Alberta does seem to have this this record of um, the most women who've been premier. And there's a lot, there's all sorts of history that a person could get into and into why this is the case. But, you know, Alberta was, I think, the first place to have have women in the legislature, you know, more than 100 years ago. So this is not, you know, an especially new phenomenon either. I want to talk a little bit more about how each candidate differs from the other. But can you can you sort of go back and explain a little bit more of their their growing up? Let's start with Danielle Smith. What where did she sort of come from? What was her her life like before Mm -hmm. politics? Yeah, so Danielle Smith was born in Calgary on April 1st. Um, they're both April birthdays, actually. And Weird. her yeah, and her, her parents are Doug and Sharon. She sort of went through the usual school trajectory. Um, and But what is of note is she ended up at the University of Calgary in the mid-1990s. And there was a lot happening at that university at that time. Um, it, it's always been sort of a home of conservative academics. And she was there with a number of people who would go on to political careers or media careers. Uh, Rob Anders, former member of parliament, was there. Nahed Nenshi, the former mayor of Calgary, was there. Um, Ezra Levant, who is the owner and uh, 
publisher, I guess, of, of Rebel Media, a, a right-wing news outlet was there at the time. And, and Rachel Notley, or sorry, and Daniel Smith was the president of the PC Club in university. And there was all sorts of political stuff going on at that time that you know, in retrospect, it's easy to sort of forget, I think, how intense it was. This is at the time that the Reform Party was ascendant. Mm. The Progressive Conservative Party federally was on the decline. Um, so when I spoke to Danielle Smith earlier this week, she said, look, this was just a really crazy, exciting time to be starting to think about politics. And she said she got the bug and never looked back. And she went on to a very brief, very disastrous um, period of time when she was on a Calgary school board. And then after that, sort of went into the media and advocacy for quite some time until she got back into politics. Um, would have been around 2008, 2010, I think, to, and ended up leaving the Wild Rose Party. But of course, people will remember the floor crossing in sure. 2014. Yep. And um, that sort of spelled the end for her first round in provincial politics. And then it was back to the media, and, and now she's back again. Yeah, a, uh, you know, kind of a, a long career in terms of how she ended up getting back into, uh, into this position that she's in mm-hmm. now. Uh, now, let's go back and take a, a little look at Rachel Notley and how her life looked as she got into politics. Yeah, so Rachel Notley was born April 17th, so she actually just had a birthday. And she was born in Edmonton, but actually grew up in Fairview, um, sort of northwest of the city. And, you know, which is sort of notable because that's also where psychologist Jordan Peterson was from. And he actually worked for Notley's parents, Grant and Sandra, um, when he was believe it or not, a young New Democrat in those days. Um, so she grew up there, and her dad was a NDP MLA, so he was gone, actually, a lot of the time. And and her mom was quite influential. So And Rachel Notley, her mom, Sandra Notley, was quite religious and quite involved in sort of social justice causes um, as a result sort of of her, her spirituality and her faith. And Notley's dad, Grant Notley, died in 1984 in a plane crash. Um, Notley was at university at the time. She was, I think, 20 or 22, something like that. So she studied political science at the University of Alberta and then went on to do a law degree at Osgoode Hall University, quite a good law school in Ontario. And she came back and she was a labor lawyer for a period of time. She worked with unions and had moved to Vancouver for a few years. At some point in all of this, met her husband while she was on the campaign trail. Um, and she had two kids. And sort of by, by around 2008, her kids were sort of old enough that she was in a position to sort of step away from her family a little bit and get into politics. So that's when she became the nominee for Edmonton Strathcona and was elected, I believe, in 2009 for her first time in office. And then obviously would go on to become the leader of the New Democrats. And um, destroy the progressive conservative dynasty in uh, 2015. I love being able to get a look back at, you know, sort of what shaped them as the characters mm. that we know them to be now. Obviously, very different from one another. Some similarities, as you outlined, but of course, when it comes to their politics, um, very, very different. So Alberta has a big decision to make here. I, I want to talk a little bit about how their upbringings and their experiences have shaped them to be the politicians mm-hmm. that they are now and the different ways that they do differ as, of course, we head to the polls here in a, a month in this province. But Tyler, do, we do just have to take a very short break. So if you'll just bear with me, we'll come right back into this conversation talking about Rachel Notley versus Danielle Smith in the battle for Alberta. How are they different from one another and how are they similar? 
in others. Tyler Dawson is an Alberta correspondent for the National Post. We'll be right back in three minutes. We're talking about Rachel Notley and Danielle Smith in the battle for Alberta. How are they similar and how are they very different? Our guest is an Alberta correspondent for the National Post, Tyler Dawson. Tyler, thanks so much for sticking around on hold. Appreciate your time. Yeah, of course. So you've kind of outlined how these two came into the positions that they're in now politically. How do you think that their their life paths and their different uh, versions of their careers have shaped them into the politicians that we see them as today? I think part of it in both cases is their upbringing and their parents. You know, I had mentioned that Daniel Smith's parents were quite conservative and their Rachel Nolley's parents um, were quite progressive. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of that tends to rub off on a person. Um, you know, you could read a lot into the fact that Daniel Smith was at the University of Calgary and Rachel Notley was at the University of Alberta. Um, and certainly once they were both in university and after university, they were sort of surrounded by people who had similar politics and, and things like that. So, you know, Daniel Smith went on to work for the Fraser Institute, a conservative think tank, and Rachel Notley went on to work in labor law. Um, and so at, sort of at no point were they all that far away, either of them, from their respective sort of political sides, I guess you could say. And I think, you know, for Notley, when I talked to her husband, Lou Arab, he said that her politics in a lot of ways are sort of influenced by the way her life has unfolded. You know, she's sat in a waiting room with sick kids waiting to see a doctor kind of thing. And and so that's, you know, part of why um, health care is a big issue for her and for the New Democrats. So, you know, I think it's similar to how all of us get our politics, you know, and, and we sort of started this off by, by talking about how they both are, are kind of... Um, humans, I guess, not just politicians. And and so I think the ways, you know, in some ways it's a fun little mystery to untangle, but in other ways there's not really any, you know, mystery there at all. It's just kind of how all of us end up with our political views, you know? It, it seems from the story that you're telling and from their life experiences so far that their politics have sort of been in one area or one side, however you want to frame it, um, pretty consistently since the beginning of their careers, at least their political careers. I'm not seeing or hearing about a lot of wavering no, I think that's fair to say. You know, I think there's probably issues that both of them have evolved on over the years. Um, you know, Danielle Smith, for example, when she was a columnist writing a newspaper column, um, held some views that I don't think she believes anymore. Or if she does, she certainly is not making them part of her sort of policy platform, mm -hmm. so to speak. You know, she had mused about public or private health care in the past. She'd written some stuff about tobacco control, for example, that I, I can't possibly imagine is going to end up in the government platform, you know? So I, I do think there's been some of those evolutions, and I think it's probably fair to say that Danielle Smith has moved a little bit further to the right um, over the, the course of her career in, in public life. But, you know, no, I mean, we're not talking about someone who, you know, is a, uh, marching in NDP rallies in 1990 right. and by 2005 right. had, had joined the Wild Rose, you know. So as we as we get set for an election coming up very soon in just a few weeks here in our province, how are they stacking up? What's the latest polling suggesting? And I'm curious, Tyler, because these are both two female competitors, how are they um, polling when it comes to women? Yeah, so it, it, I'll, I'll take the, the women question first. Um, Rachel Notley is a little bit more popular among women than Daniel Smith, and Daniel Smith is a little bit more popular among men. Um, and, and there's a lot more women 
according to some of the polling, who are actually undecided at this point, who, who haven't committed to vote either New Democrat or UCP. Now, as for sort of the, the broad, big picture, you know, it's pretty neck and neck. Um, but that doesn't really mean anything necessarily, because let's say it's, you know, what is it, about 45, 45, say, across the province with a handful left over. Um, but that doesn't necessarily translate into a split vote at the riding level, right, or in Calgary or in Edmonton. Like, Notley's party is up in Edmonton. Um Smith's party is up in rural and small town Alberta, and in Calgary, you know, some some polls are showing Nolly a little bit ahead, some are showing Smith a little bit ahead. So the the sort of the running analysis, the moment is that Calgary is where both parties are really going to be mm-hmm. fighting over votes and for the seats that are going to clinch the election. Now, considering we're in Edmonton, um, you know, what, what is also important to note here is that both parties see sort of the donut around Edmonton, so St. Albert, Sherwood Park, Fort Saskatchewan, you know, that sort of, that ring around the city as, as a possibility for, you know, the UCP generally to hang on to seats, but the NDP also wants to win a couple of those seats. So, so pretty pretty close, um, but there's sort of big swaths of the province where we can pretty predictably say which way the vote's going to fall. Yeah, which um, I think makes this so interesting. You know, we are, mm. I think as a province, so very passionately divided and people feel really strongly about one or the other. So who who is left to sway? I mean, what's the strategy moving forward for these two? Yeah, you know, it's funny because if you look at 2015, um, you had people who were voting conservatives in Calgary who are also voting uh, for Stephen Harper federally um, and, and things like that. So you, you do have a little bit of a, a split personality among voters sometimes, I think. And, and so I suspect that the, they're trying to appeal to sort of the reluctant UCP voters, what some poll, polls have, have called them, you know, the people that might have held their nose and voted for Jason Kenney in 2019 um, and who are thinking twice about Danielle Smith. Those are the people certainly that the the new Democrats need to go after. And the UCP is sort of making the same calculation. You know, who are the people who voted for Rachel Notley in 2015, but maybe didn't love how it went or, or are, you know, enthusiastic about um, the UCP platform. So, you know, I've talked to some strategists over the last year or so to say, look, that the way for the UCP to hang on to their government is to make sure that all the policies that they are coming up with are the sort of thing that a suburban parent can get behind. And so, you know, given what we just talked about, a lot of the fighting is going to be over suburban seats. Certainly that's going to be something on on, um, the minds of the people in the in the war rooms, the planning rooms, I think. Well, as we see this campaign unfold over the next few weeks, I have no doubt that it's going to be very dramatic and very interesting <laughs> to cover. So it's really nice to sort of set the table with just defining who these two are. And Tyler, I think you've done such a great job in your article. Really appreciate you making the time this afternoon. Thanks for having me anytime. Of course. Take care. Tyler Dawson is an Alberta correspondent for the National Post. You can read his article. It's in the Edmonton Journal. Uh, It's called The Comeback Queens, Rachel Notley versus Danielle Smith in the Battle for Alberta. And it will be a battle. Uh, The writ's set to be dropped on Monday. And then we enter the campaign officially.